0: I am your host, Tamara Trotter. This podcast is dedicated to shedding light on mental illness through education, experience, and real-life examples. I have suffered from chronic depression for most of my adult life. However, when I decided to become transparent about my condition and diagnosis, all of my friends were astonished. You see, those of us who suffer with the mental illness are experts at masking our true feelings. When the world is sleeping, we are up thinking, coping, and trying to quiet the thoughts in our head. I know that mental illness does not define me nor anyone who suffers with an oftentimes debilitating condition, yet this disease is the most undertreated in the world. I have learned how to become proactive, living with chronic depression, and thriving anyway. Suicide has become the number one cause of death in America. I vow to stop the stigma associated with mental illness and educate everyone on the importance of treating mental health disorders as you would any other medical condition. It is vital to conduct a mental health assessment of adults and children on a regular basis, at least once per week, because the suicide rate of children between the ages of 8 to 14 is on the rise. Stay tuned for today's topic on When Over Depression. Today's topic is the pulse of the pandemic. And so normally I take a little, I take a few notes and I kind of have an idea of what I want to say, but I'm just going to speak from my heart. And it's been a very tough year and I really feel like 2020 has been possibly the worst year ever, and I'm just thinking back to a couple of things that happened in my life. My best friend's dad became very ill in early 2020. Kobe Bryant passed away in 2020, and that was really tough on me and a lot of people. And then this pandemic hit, we really started paying attention to it in late February, early March, and it just seemed as though there was so much information that we just didn't know about for whatever reason, and I was thinking, what is going on? And so... As we learned more about it, it seemed as if it was going to be a big deal. And we started to think about possibly working from home back in March of 2020. And it was a matter of days before we actually were sent home. And I remember thinking at that time, That just given what's been going on and people just, in my mind, not taking it seriously, I felt as though we'd be home for the rest of the year. And I really thought that the first day that they told us that we'd be working from home. And here I am on November 20th sharing this episode. And sure enough, we've been working home since March. And I just really wonder what it all means. A lot has happened. A lot of people have died. And the reason I called it the pulse of the pandemic is because we have really started to have opportunity to realize what America is truly about. And it's unfortunate, as you know, it's um, a season for for voting and declaring a new president. And it's just been an eye-opening experience. I believe I shared with you that in 1992, my best friend and I wrote a book called "602 Ways to Build and." Promote Racial Harmony, Uh, Talking Justice is actually the main title, and here we are 29 years later, and some of the same issues are going on, and so I really thought that we were much further along when it came to race relations in this country and accepting Differences and celebrating differences, but it just seems like it's just not the case. We have really been able to see, witness, and feel the truth. The people who really look at you and they just hate what they see for whatever reason. And now it seems as though they're just more bold and willing to say it to your face, you know, sometimes push you, almost assault you, force you to to say something, incite you, And still, people don't understand what it's like to experience racism in America. People still have their blinders on. And I'm just amazed at how we just don't um, look at the issues and tell the truth. And this year there has seen there seems to be more racial despair and division than ever before, and where we've had the opportunity to take a pause in our lives and to really rest, to really work from home and, and, and maintain that connection with your family, and maybe sit around at dinner, something you may not have done for for months because you just didn't have the time. You had to rush to the office. You had a client you had to see. You had a meeting you had to attend. Now everyone's on the Internet. Everybody's isolating. Nobody's going to the movies. Hardly anybody's going to the mall. But it does give us the opportunity to think about our lives. Think about our own mortality. Think about whether or not we are making a a positive contribution to other people. It's time for people to take that long, hard look in the mirror and admit who they really are and decide whether or not they're going to make a change and what that change should be. I just cannot understand how some people feel that because of the color of your skin, it makes you inferior. Because of the color of your skin, you're somehow a threat. Because of the color of your skin, you're meant and perceived to be somebody that would do someone else harm. Yet when I look back and I think about crimes that are committed and just terrible things that happen to people of color, I just see us as being the first ones to apologize or the first ones to forgive The first one's to forgive someone that did us wrong. Yet, time and time again, we don't get the benefit of the doubt most of the time. And so then, how do you feel like your kids, your grandkids, their kids, how are they going to be safe? I always ask people when I think about how racism and discrimination affects us. And I remember asking about when was the last time you were concerned and afraid about whether or not your son or daughter was going to make it home safely? And if you say never to that question then you can't understand what it feels like to be judged because of the color of your skin, something that you had no control over. Yet and still, people are miseducated. And people make assumptions that aren't even true. And so the unfortunate part is the tides of racism and discrimination will continue as long as we allow generations of hate to continue to be passed down from one generation to the next. When will it end? Where will it stop? Will you stop it with your family? Are you someone who thought that people that didn't look like you were less than you? And where did you get that thought process from? Where did it come from? Who made that assumption? Who told you that? It's really sad. But I hope that 2021 is better. And I just hope that we're able to get past this and that we're able to heal and that people can can open their eyes and just realize what's going on around them and be disturbed and speak up for someone who doesn't look like you and don't stand for someone being mistreated in your presence and don't laugh at a joke in the workplace that's very insensitive whether it's about race, religion, sexual orientation, a disability. We've got to do better, America. This is a wake-up call. Because I know for me, when I look around, (laughs) I just wonder if people are looking at me and wondering if I'm a threat or wondering if I have come to do something ill toward them. And it's not a good feeling at all. (laughs) And I am educated. I'm self-sufficient. And that doesn't matter. Because people see the color of your skin first. And if you say you're colorblind... Or if you say you have a couple of friends that don't look like you, then that's a sure sign that you yourself may need to look in the mirror. We've got to get it together for the next generations. And I'll be back with more in a few moments. So now we have the opportunity to decide what are we going to do with uh, 2021? It's coming up really fast. And I know for me personally, I'm ready to leave 22 behind and start anew. So I challenge you, what will you do? What will you do to advanced race relations in this country? What will you do to help people better understand where you come from and what values you have? So rather than point fingers at other people and what they need to do to change because people don't change very much, they can change. Prayer definitely helps them change. But it's better for us to look at ourselves, look inward, to decide what we might need to do differently and so self-evaluate think about what affected you the most in 2020 and how it made you feel and what can you do is there an organization a foundation a charity something that you might want to start in order to address some of the concerns that came up for you in 2020 it's time for us to mobilize It's time for us to utilize our resources to try and make a difference for those who don't have the same advantages as us. Those who struggle every day to make it and just maybe have great ideas, but just don't have the money to move those ideas forward. It's time for us to throw away the box, not just think outside the box, but just remove it from in front of us completely. It's time for us to, you know, make this nation great again. And and we can do it, but it's really up to each one of us to take the responsibility to make change, to make life better for other people. Not just be so concerned about ourselves, but think beyond ourselves and what we could ultimately do for the good of other people. So, I know that 2020 has been challenging, it's been tough, it's been Devastating for a lot of us. And as I had mentioned in some of my prior podcasts, many people are suffering from mental illness and experiencing depression for the very first time. The reality is, one in four people suffer from depression, and there's um, over 50 or 60 percent of us that are under treated and really just haven't even come to grips with the diagnosis. So I just encourage you to. If you want to be better, if you want to move your life forward, some of the issues that need to be addressed are your emotions. Emotional intelligence um, is really important. People with high emotional intelligence have high sympathy and also empathy. They're able to really have the pulse of the feelings of others and they know how to ascertain when someone just needs a hug or some grace or just be given the benefit of the doubt, or a second chance. And so, because 70% of the decisions that we make every single day are based on emotions, and only 30% are based on rational thought, it's important for us to know that we are emotional beings, and that we are going to think about how we're feeling about a certain situation first. But when you have high emotional intelligence, you're also able to know that when you're in a situation, how important it is to maintain your composure, not really get upset, not do what other people expect you to do. So I really want to just challenge you, especially if you're, you know, feeling depressed and you're feeling like this holiday season that's coming is just going to be filled with misery for you. I'd like for you to not accept that for you to really think about how you're going to handle it and how you're going to keep your depression at bay cuz really the reality is we're all responsible for how we respond to certain situations and if there's situations where you know that there's going to be some grief or you know that there's going to be something that's going to be a trigger for your mental health You've got to figure out how to suppress that trigger. So really start to think about how important it is to be proactive. That is the number one step in fighting depression. You have to be proactive. No one has the ability to be there with you 24 hours a day. So you have to figure out what you need to do in order to continue uh, being healthy, making healthy decisions. So I really just encourage you to think differently. Let 2021 be a new start for you, a fresh beginning, something that you look forward to. I really want for all of those listening to my podcast to have a breakthrough. And that's why I started the podcast, to be able to help myself feel better, but also help other people. And I really hope that you're gaining something from this with my second season. I've got a lot of great things coming and I just appreciate all of you for listening. Remember, stay in the game of life. Life is short, my friend. So write it till the wheels fall off. And once again, remember, giving up is never an option. Even when you feel like you're at your darkest moment, at a most crucial time, make the right decision, choose life. Don't take your life. It's not worth it. People will miss you and all you're doing is transferring the pain onto someone else. You've got to keep living. You've got to keep fighting because people need you on this side of heaven. I never like to end my podcast without thanking you so very much for listening. I'm so excited that I have exceeded 500 subscribers. So thank you so much. If you would like to support this podcast, please consider becoming a patron. Go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N backslash Tamara Trotter. You can also go to my brand new website, Win Over Depression. And in the upper right corner, you will see a support button. You can click on there. And you can buy me a cup of coffee, but you can also scroll down, find my Patreon page, uh, click on that button, it'll take you to Patreon. You can also like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm really trying to build up my subscribers there. You can find my YouTube channel at Win Over Depression. You can also join my Facebook group, which is Through the Eyes of Depression. And you can also find me on Pinterest. At TT Mental Health Expert. You can also find me on Tumblr, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at Tamara Trotter. That's T A M E R A, last name, T R O T T E R. Once again, thank you for listening. I appreciate the faithful members who have joined my quest to spread love, to encourage people to fight their mental illness. And to realize that if you had diabetes or heart condition or thyroid condition, any other mental health condition where you had to take medication, you would take it without question. Depression is no different. I take medication for depression and have done so for 12 years. And it can work along with exercise and being proactive. So never count yourself out. Always remember that you're here for a reason. There's a purpose for your life and you too can live better. You can live healthy and you can also thrive. I will see you in the next podcast and I look so forward to sharing some more time with you then. Take care my friend.